What is up, everyone? We are coming at you live from Cole Reha's new place, decorated by Cheney. Congratulations, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. It's big days. Yeah, big days. Big uh, <laughs> you are listening to an episode of the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Herbert, and obviously uh, Cole Reha is here. Cheney's in the background. And on the phone, we have Joe Crosstech. Joe, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing all right. How about you? Um, not too bad. How about them Huskers on Saturday? Wouldn't know. Wisconsin's too scared, man. <laughs> they're too scared? Yeah, they're scared. That sh- honestly, that should have been a forfeit by Wisconsin. Yup. The, just the way everything played out with them. Because I, I think they could have played the game if Wisconsin would have. Yeah, they could have. Well, I don't know. By the end of the, by the time Saturday came around, I don't know. I think the limit might have passed. But when they decided to call the game, they only had nine players test positive, which was below the Big Ten limit. So it was a Wisconsin call, not a Big Ten call. Mm. They got down to their four-string quarterback, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, we want to play the Huskers this week." Well, I mean, when you're sitting in first in the division and you're down to your four-string quarterback and you don't have your head coach, yeah, you're more. You I mean you're likely to. <laughs> Slip up. Yeah. They didn't want to take that chance, I guess. Hmm. Uh, well, we got an exciting episode. We got a week eight recap, uh, doing some midseason awards, including MVP, uh, offensive rookie of the year, all that good stuff. Are you guys ready to get started? Oh yeah. All right. I suppose. Let's get to some sports news. We've already kind of touched on it, but college football. Uh, Wisconsin canceled their next game uh, versus Purdue. Joe, you're our Big Ten insider. What do you think about that? Well, at this point, you might as well just cancel Wisconsin's whole season if this is what they're going to do. Give everyone wins? Yeah, I mean, might as well. If they're just going to win one game and sit at the top of the West Division and cancel all the rest of their games, might as well. Yeah, what would happen if they canceled it and they're 1-0, have the best win percentage at the end of the year? Would they just obviously not count their season? I, I I'd assume so. I don't know. Because, I mean, that'd be a bullcrap way to get a division title. Yeah, I'm assuming if they did cancel the season, they just have to forfeit the rest of their games. I mean, that makes the most sense to me. I don't know if they do it that way for sure, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, not fair to the other teams, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because they're going to be going into like Nebraska. I'm not sure who they play uh, this week. Um, Northwestern. Northwest. They're going into Northwestern with one less game played. Mm-hmm. That's not really fair. No, it's not. But, hey, Northwestern, they look good. I got, I don't know. I think Iowa's pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I finally, finally get to say that. Yeah, Iowa, I've talked to a lot of Iowa fans, and they, they're just like, we're shit. Is this the uh, end of the Kirk Ferentz era? Honestly, like, if they, I don't even know how many games it would take, but with all the allegations, too, this might be his last year. Even before, like, they started losing before the season, I was, for some reason, I just think it might be his last year. He might resign it in mm-hmm. the year, just with everything that's gone on. Yeah. Maybe he'll go join Bill Belichick and his staff. That'd be sweet. Pretty tight. Yeah. Hey, he could be an offensive line coach. Yeah. Is that the job that his kid has? Or is yeah, kid, think, like, the defensive coordinator? Well, his son's the offense coordinator, Iowa. Brian is. Yeah. And then... He has another son that coaches, and another one that plays for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. 
But I think Kirk was like an offensive line guy, like when he was in the NFL. Yeah. I can't remember whose staff he was on for sure. I think Belichick's in Cleveland, maybe. Mm. Yeah, that sounds about right. In Cle- yeah. But yeah. Could be the end of Kirk. Be wild. Uh, other news Pac 12 starting this week, uh, the big game, Oregon versus Stafford. Uh, Reha, what do you think about the Pac 12 starting back up? All, uh, all the major conferences are going to be at it now. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. I don't know how good the Pac-12 will be this year. Because, I mean, there wasn't much hype coming into the year about them because we just figured they weren't going to play. Yeah. So, I don't know who's going to be on top of that division. I know Oregon usually is, but I think their best player is sitting a year out. That offensive lineman they had mm, yeah. was, like, a projected top five pick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about USC this year, the Washington Deans. Yeah, Utah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see a lot on Saturday. Uh, Clemson narrowly bought in college. Uh, Trevor Lawrence out for three weeks uh, with the COVID test. Uh, are they in trouble for Notre Dame this week? Yeah, that surprised me. I figured they'd still be, you know, kicking the shit out of people even without Lawrence. Oh, yeah. They Just have how good top that team recruits. is. Yeah, I mean, they got – well, the backup quarterback's a five-star, you know. Mm-hmm. He's a, he was a five, he's the number one quarterback in the nation, I'm pretty sure, number two. And then you still have ETN, and they still have a solid defense. That I don't know. That kind of surprised me. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about it. Joe, what are your thoughts about Clemson? I think they'll be just fine. Um, you know, I see last week as kind of a, a wake-up call or a, maybe a close slip-up, and I think they'll be all right come next week. They, You know, two and three deep, they're pretty much, you know, mostly NFL-bound at Clemson, so I think they're going to be fine. Northwestern, or not Northwest, Notre Dame has a tendency to uh, slip up when they get to these big games, so I wouldn't be surprised if Clemson handles them pretty easily, actually. Okay. Um, okay, State and K-State lose. Uh, big 12 is a clusterfuck right now. Um, is Iowa State leading right now? Uh, I think if we beat Texas, then we're I can't remember how it is. I was looking at a deal, like mm-hmm. a generator. You can like put in predictions and it will generate it. But basically, it will be a top four team no matter what. It just depends if we beat Texas. And then I can't remember the other scenario. Obviously, we can't lose to Kansas or uh, we yeah. haven't played West Virginia. Huh? No, we haven't played them yet. That will be actually kind of tough. Yeah. But I think Kansas State, they will, they're going to fall off quick. Yeah. They just beat Oklahoma, so they got a lot of hype built around them. But we always play bad against Kansas State, so. Yeah, that's true. But hey, Iowa State, still in the running. Yeah. Uh, and then Clemson, Bama, Ohio State. Let's say they're locks, all right? Even with if Notre Dame does win on Saturday, Clemson's a lock once Trevor Lawrence comes back. Would that mean that Notre Dame gets that fourth spot? Because then they'll probably go undefeated throughout the ACC. Although, then you have the ACC um, um, championship title game. game. Yeah, yeah, title game. Who did you say were locks? Probably Ohio State, Bama. Clemson. Clemson. Who's the other good SEC team? Is it Georgia still? Georgia, yeah. With they loss. Yeah, that Bama. Florida. So, I mean, if Bama beats them. Oh, wait. Can they play in the – they can't play in the title game together. They're from the same division. Yeah, so they could win out and get in even if they don't go to the title game. Yeah. Who is this now? Georgia. 
Georgia's in the East. They could play in the title game. So if Georgia wins out, they would play in the title game. Oh, okay. Alabama. I thought they were from the West. Nope. Huh. I don't think so, anyways. I mean... We might have to look that one up. Yeah, because a Big 12 team won't get in this year. No. They're going to beat up on each other too much. And then a Pac-12 team obviously won't get in. Mm-hmm. Hey, what about Cincinnati? Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe this is a year for one of them, like, uh, you know, not non-power high school to make the push. I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, with a weird year like this, I'd let one of those teams in. Yeah. If they're undefeated, you know? Yeah, especially oh, yeah. the uh, history of usually the f- number four spot getting their ass kicked anyway. Mm-hmm. Let that team get in. Let them get their ass kicked by Bama or Clemson. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's already a weird year. Why not? Yeah. Uh, you guys have any other things for college football, Joe? Um, no, Brees Hall is the best running back in the country, though. That's it. True dad. Yeah, he's really good. Oh. Is he still leading the league in uh, rushing yards? I believe so. He leads the Big 12 in like every rushing category. I think he's like top two in the nation in yards and touchdowns. Or, yep. Or some top three. Yeah, no Heisman conversation. He won't. It's Iowa State. Damn shame, Joe. Uh, I told you it happened. I mean, it's the same thing I was telling you about with uh, old Brock Purdy. I mean, he's got to have a stellar season for them to want to give the Heisman to Iowa State. Like a Joe Burrow type season last year? Yeah, or Lamar Jackson a few years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, then let's get into some NFL news. Uh, first off, Desmond King to the Titans for a six-round pick. That's wild. He was an all-pro in 2018. Um, one of the best um, nickelback corners there are. There are. Uh, Rihal, what's kind of your reaction to that? Good for the Titans. The yeah. Playmakers was on it defense. a the contract year for him? It could have been, yeah. Maybe that. I don't know. Maybe that's why they're... But a six-round pick. for, And he's still, like, in his prime, I would assume. Yeah, he's young. I mean, their other corners are so old. I'm surprised they didn't want to hang on to him. Yeah, trade him uh, Chris Harris Jr. Yeah. You unload a contract and... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that kind of threw me off. Trade's like... At this time of year, are always weird. Because you get good players for low value. Six-round pick, that's nothing. Yeah, that's why that, I'm... That player might not even make the team. Yeah, that's why, like, I'm surprised that more of these trades don't happen. Mm-hmm. Just unloading players. Oh, I know. Yeah, but... Um, uh, Joe, do you have any reaction to the Desmond King trade? Mm, not really. I mean, it's just kind of weird. Isn't Wasn't today the uh, trade deadline, too? Yep. Yes. It was like 4 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. So we'll get into a couple more of those trades. Uh, Quan Alexander to the Saints for Kiko Alonso in a fifth-round pick. Quan Alexander to the Saints, that's a big pickup. Yeah, I think he's from Louisiana, too, going back home. Nice. Um, I wasn't sure whether Kiko Alonso was still uh, starting for him. I know. I don't think he's been relevant for the last couple years. No. He had a couple good years early on in his career, but... Kind of fell off. Does that have the feeling of maybe uh, the 49ers kind of maybe unloading some of their stuff? Maybe getting ready for to either um, get those draft picks and kind of um, build with more youth. Or maybe they're just getting rid of contracts so they can sign that big draft classes that they've had. Yeah, I assume that. Yeah. I mean, 
with Kittle going out for basically the year and Garoppolo going out again, mm-hmm. I don't think they have much hope for the rest of the season. Yeah, it seems like a lost year for the 49ers. But it, it's going to be like they're going to get a good draft pick again probably and just get another good player like when they got Bosa, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already a good team. They just had injuries and they got Bosa. Then they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean. Because they stayed healthy. Yeah. He's going to add another young star probably. I don't know. Uh, another trade that I liked, Steelers got Avery Williamson from the Jets for a fifth-round pick. That was a good trade. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, probably their only weak spot on defense is that linebacker group, especially with uh, Devin Bush going out for the year. Um, that's a big-time signing, and good for the Steelers for making that. For uh, Avery Williamson to go from an 0-8 team to a 7-0 and team. Yeah, because I think he's an up-and-coming star. He's just on the Jets that... He doesn't get any attention, you know. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he was playing um, behind guys like C.J. Mosley. And yeah. when C.J. Mosley's uh, playing, he hasn't played like hardly any games for the Jets. But, yeah. Um, hey, he lucked out. You see that picture of him trying to get a taxi with his full Jets uniform? <laughs> no. Oh, they took a picture of him, and he was, like, on the side of the road. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then Joe... Bill Belichick says Patriots sold out for the Super Bowls. Got three Super Bowls in the last six years, five years. Um, And that's why the team is not playing as well. They didn't have cap. Um, They had to go after big guys and had to let guys go like Kyle Van Noy or Tom Brady, guys like that. Uh, What are your thoughts about uh, those comments? Because that's not a very Bill Belichick thing to say. No, it's, it's really not. It's, you know, not what we're used to seeing out of Bill. Um, I mean, does he have a point? Maybe, sure, yeah. I don't know, 100%, but it's definitely out of character for him. And, you know, it's more, like he says, it's, uh, you know, people always want to say it's uh, Tom's gone, so that's the end of it. But, I, I mean, it's a team game. And losing all those pieces over the few, last few years, you know, that's, I think, the bigger, you know, uh, decline of that dynasty than just straight up losing Tom was. Oh, I totally agree. Uh, when you let guys go, like big name guys, like uh, trading uh, Chandler Jones, um, letting Jamie Collins uh, go again, um, I don't know. There's a lot of big name guys that they just don't resign. They trade for like, Malcolm Butler, maybe. Not, yeah. Guys that fit the system, and mm-hmm. then they'll trade him away for a second-round pick. Obviously, Chandler Jones is a different story. He was a playmaker. Not yeah. sure if Bill really knew knew what he was going to become. but Yeah. Yeah, he kind of had some questionable things happen when he was in New England, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I heard on a podcast that they were talking about um, – like, Bill Belichick shouldn't make excuses. I mean, I don't really see this as an excuse. They won these Super Bowls. He's just telling the truth. They sold out, and now he's taking, like, he's like, yeah, now we're not a very good team because of that. Yeah, I don't think that's an excuse at all, I think. I mean, clearly they did sell out. No. I mean. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You got Tom for a limited amount of years, go with it. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like they're going to do the Packers way where, uh, they don't help the team around. They just draft, like, a new guy with a first-round pick, and then... Yeah. Um, There's no point doing that when you're win-now mode. Yeah. Uh, and then some other news. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be out for a couple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Kittle out for, like, eight weeks with a broken foot. Uh, 49ers. Yeah. I think they should just throw in the towel and try to get another good draft pick. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sad. I know. Coming off a year like they had last year. Now they're probably going to be last in their division. I know. It's crazy. That division. So good. Tough. And then NFL is mulling over 16-game playoffs if uh, games are missed. If they have to postpone games, maybe they let two more teams in, one from each conference. Uh, Joe, what do you think about that, a 16-game playoff? Because they already added two more spots with uh, seven from each conference. Now they're thinking about eight from each conference. What, what's kind of your thoughts on that? Well, okay, so a 16-team playoff, not a 16-game playoff. Oh, I'm sorry. I wrote game. <laughs> I, yeah, I meant team. That'd be wild. <laughs> I was like, wow, that'd be uh, – no, that would be crazy, 16-team. No, uh, you know – I'm okay with it, I think. Um, you know, did we lose you? Uh, it, and then, so like, I don't know. I can't tell whether you just mumbled or we lost you there. Huh? We we lost you there, like right when you started your sentence, and then we got you at the end of it. Oh, I mean, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll just edit that out. Okay. Outstand. Yeah, outstand. Fantastic. Wait, do you want to give your take then? <laughs> <laughs> what was the question again? What do you think about the 16 team playoffs? Oh, I'm fine with it. So well, I like it too, because when you have shitty divisions like the. NFC uh, East mm-hmm. it's gonna like so when you're letting a team in it's gonna have a losing record there could be a good team that's not gonna be able to get in like yeah. let's say in the NFC West where there's so many good teams mm-hmm. so I like that because it opens the door for someone like you know maybe the Cardinals or Rams to slip in there mm-hmm. even if they don't win the division or get a wild card spot Yeah, that way you actually have the best teams playing I don't like the thought of the Cowboys or Eagles getting in with a six win Record, yeah, I feel yeah. They'll still get in, obviously, but at least other teams will get the chance to get in. Yeah, I was trying to think of it like as the NBA, mm. but I've never thought, of, or I don't think there's ever been a division in the NBA as bad as the NFC East is in the NFL. No, not that I can remember. No, it's bad. It's brutal. Uh, you guys have any other uh, sports news you guys want to get to before we start the week eight recap? Um, none that I can think uh, of. Oh, uh, Big Beasley got released from the Titans. That was their free. Oh, really? Yeah, free agent sign in there. I think also Jonathan Joseph got released from the Titans. So. Oh, I didn't have a bunch of trouble with Big Beasley before the year started. Yeah, and I just don't think he's very good. Yeah. He was a one-hit wonder that one year with the Falcons where he led the league in sacks, and then yeah, after that he sucked. Not good. you have anything to say about Joe? No, I think you guys got it. All right, let's get to the Week, week 8 recap. Uh, Thursday night, Falcons outlasted the Panthers 25-17. Um, Falcons uh, improved to 2-6. Matt Ryan had 281 yards, a pick, also got a rushing touchdown. Gurley had 46 rushing yards and a touchdown. Julio goes for seven catches and 137 yards. Um, I mean, Falcons looked decent, and this was a decent uh, Panthers team that they beat. Obviously, uh, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, Mm -hmm. hurt his shoulder. Um, He came back to try and lead a game-tying drive, but... um, 
What do you think about the Falcons rehab? I think Dan Quinn was the problem. You know, getting him out of there, or he was holding it back. Yeah, maybe getting him out of there is like a kind of a breath of fresh air, you know. But I don't think they're going to amount to anything. I mean, maybe they'll win a couple more games, but I don't see them winning more than five or six games. No, I mean maybe they'll sneak if like take a few away from some good teams. So I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Panthers dropped to three and five. Bridgewater goes for 176 touchdown interception. He did get hurt, but. Uh, came back um mike davis goes for 77 total yards curtis samuel had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown uh joe they go back to uh three and five um they were once three and three looking like they could be a playoff team uh what's kind of the state of the panthers and how needed is christian mccaffrey now oh i I think they're just uh they're settling back into their position of middle of the pack kind of team. They're, I mean, playoff team maybe, you know, mm-hmm. every year every year or so, who knows. But uh, without Christian McCaffrey, definitely they won't. Um, they need him back if they have any hopes for, uh, you know, a decent offseason or a decent postseason. Okay. Um, next up for Sunday Slates, we got Bills finally beat Patriots 24-21. Uh, Patriots dropped to 2-5. and It's weird. Not the Patriots that we know. Called uh, it. You did. You did call it, Joe. Me and Jacob are high on him. Uh, Newton goes for 174 passing yards. He fumbled in the red zone, went down by three, ultimately lost him the game. Uh, Damian Harris goes for 102 rushing yards and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers led him with six catches for 58 yards. Joe, former Pats fan, turned uh, Bengals. Um, well, the Patriots dead. Yeah. Like completely, like you don't think. Well, it could you want be me to tell you? You want me to go into it more? I mean, I can. The short answer is yes. Long answer is yes, definitely. You don't think it could be a one-year rebuild time? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, what? I mean, well, there's that whole cap problem we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. and I still think they need a different quarterback. I don't think Cam's the guy for that. But yeah, you know, maybe they get uh, Jimmy G from the. Uh, 49ers if they drop low enough to where they can get Lawrence and say screw you and then send him back. I don't know, but I I think it's over for the Patriots. Is this well, the best coach game ever by Bill Belichick though, with the roster he had coming into the game? No, it hasn't been good. I've heard that, like, I, I can't remember what I was listening to. They're like, this is probably the best game Bill Belichick's ever coached. Just because the starting receivers were so bad and yeah. he actually kept them in the game with that shitty of a roster <laughs> yeah it's uh, he's pulling shit out like he's never ran before mm-hmm. and just doing every little thing to beat the bills yeah like, he didn't want the bills to get it no but hey Joe it was fun while it lasted yeah uh, bills improved at 6-2 and two. Josh Allen goes for 154 one pick had a rushing touchdown Singletary goes for 86 rushing yards Moss had two touchdowns and Stephon Diggs had six receptions for 92 yards. Rehal, what's kind of like, I can't tell these bills out. I can't either. Because Allen started off so hot, I'm like, damn, it's going to be a huge year. They're going to be good. But now he's kind of fizzled off. Mm-hmm. They're still winning games, but it's not It's not in like a exciting fashion, you know. Like, they're not really, Diggs is exciting to watch. Yeah. But the running back situation, that's kind of weird with Moss and Singletary battling it out. Mm-hmm. And then Allen... 
still looks good, but he's kind of taken a couple steps back from what he started. Yeah. I mean, we probably uh, overhyped him because, I mean, he wasn't playing the best of teams either. I'm pretty sure he played, like, the Dolphins, uh, yeah. the Jets. No, that's true. Imagine, though, if the Bills... So, Tredavious White's their best player. He's sitting the year out. Imagine if he was still playing. You think they'd be that much better? Is he sitting the year out? I thought he was just hurt. I thought he sat the year out. Oh, no. I, I could th- be wrong. I don't... I think he might be still playing. I think he just got hurt. I could be wrong, too. Um, are you looking that up? Yeah, I'll get on that. All right. We'll move to the next game, Joe. Uh, Bengals stun Titans 31-20. Is this your uh, swaggiest performance of the week? Swaggy's performance? Yep. Yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, it's good to see the Bengals finally get a, a big win against the Titans. I mean, really they have two wins? Yep. Yeah. No, I was wrong. I was right on the Patriots. I was wrong in the Bengals. But you know <laughs> what? I'll take it. Uh, Bengals improved to 2-5-1. and one. Burrow goes for 249 yards, two touchdowns. Bernard had three catches, 78 total yards, two touchdowns. Uh, T. Higgins had six catches for 78 yards, and uh, Boyd caught a touchdown. And then the Titans dropped to 5-2. and two. Um, Tannehill had 233 yards, two touchdowns, a pick. Henry goes for 112 rushing yards and a touchdown. Corey Davis has eight catches, 128 yards and a touchdown. Um, Rio, what's kind of your thoughts about the Titans? They lost one to a... I mean, the Bengals have been playing pretty well. They keep games close. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not totally uh, crazy that they beat a quality team. But uh, what does this do for the Titans? It's a bad loss. It's an ugly one. I don't know. I, don't, I can't really read the Titans because they look so good at times and then they do shit like this. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're a contender if they lose games like that. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll be a playoff team, but I don't know. It's hard telling. Maybe the Desmond King trade adds some excitement, you know, gets them going a little bit. Another playmaker on the defense, but. Yeah. I don't know. It was a bad loss. They shouldn't have lost that game, I don't think. Okay. As good as they're supposed to be or have been playing. Yeah. Uh, What did you figure out about the Tredavis White? Oh, he was. He is playing. He was injured. He was, like, thought about opting out. I don't know why I thought he did. Well, you probably just saw the headline. Yeah. Opting out for Davis White. Mm-hmm. There's another one. That's fair. Uh, next up, we got the Raiders shutting down the Browns, 16-6. to uh, Raiders improved to 4-3. and Cargos for 112 passing yards. Not... I mean, this one was a slow game. It was an ugly game. It was an ugly game. Uh, he had a touchdown. Josh Jacobs goes for 128 yard- rushing yards and a touchdown. Oh, no. He didn't have a touchdown. Sorry. And Hunter Renfro goes for a touchdown. Uh, Joe, Raiders improved to 4-3. and three. Um, Could they possibly get that 8-8 eight, uh, playoff spot if they do approve that rule? Uh, I mean, they could, you know. Uh, I still think they're in a pretty tough division, though. So you got a couple divisional games that I think will be hard for them to maybe pull out all of them. But, you know, they are trending upwards it seems this year and uh, this might be a year for him to make a you know make a shot in that 8th seed yeah good stepping stone yeah it is I mean, you guys know I don't like the Raiders but no. if they keep winning games like that you know get a morale boost make the playoffs uh, have those young guys get some experience because I mean that's a young team it is, yeah it is a very young team 
Uh, Browns dropped five and three. Mayfield goes for 122 yards. Hunt had 90, or sorry, 66 rushing yards. Lander had four catches, 52 yards. Um, we talked about it um, either an episode or two ago. OBJ getting hurt and ba- Baker Mayfield played crazy good after that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, now their offense it just looks looked like it hurt even worse, or looked really good, but now it looks like it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to take some time to get used to because even if Odell isn't catching balls or making plays, it's still the threat of having him on the field. Yeah. The defenses have to account for. Yeah. They're, I mean, once uh, I think Cooper's been out, they're going to have to do like two tight end sets, mm-hmm. um, different kind of stuff, which I'm, I'm sure uh, Stepanski will draw up. And I don't know. Browns 5 and 3. I doubt any uh, Browns fans really complaining after this loss, though. No. And if you are, then... You're you are a bad wagoner. Yeah. <laughs> you have anything to say about the Browns, Joe? I, uh, I've been saying for a while that their downhill slide is coming. I think it's the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Just like every other year. What? The last 20 years have been a downhill slide. <laughs> well, it, it, but yeah, the last four years, oh, this is the year. Yeah. This is the year. We, the Browns are going to be good this year. Okay, let's see it. They put up, what, six points, two field goals? Yep, okay. Lost to the Raiders? Yep, okay. So yeah, they, Those fans should be happy with five wins on the year. Yeah, they could call the rest of the season good and just still just be a good season. They should just be happy all the attentions on the Jets now for being the worst team and not them. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Colts dominating the Lions 41-21. Uh, Colts improved to 5-2. and two. Rivers goes for 262, three touchdowns. Jordan Wilkins has 89 rushing yards and a touchdown. Hines uh, led them in receiving with three catches for 54 yards and two touchdowns. And a nice end zone dance. Yeah, that was in. naughty. I was like, Jesus, you're going to tear something. Yeah, that was wild. But uh, I wonder if he got his ass chewed by uh, Reich. I don't know. That was some crazy flippage. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just a backflip. It was like twists. And yeah. Like, but uh, after the bye week, they come, um, They beat a decent Lions team that has played uh, well. Uh, what's kind of the state of the Colts, uh, especially being a fan? They finally got healthy, so that helps. Yeah, that does help. I just I can't get a read on them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they look really, really bad. And that starts with Rivers, I think, looking bad. Not good. But obviously getting Darius Leonard back helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just a, I don't know. I can't get a read on them. They yeah. either look really, really good or really, really, really poor. And I... It helps when people like Hines, you know, step up and make plays because he's a playmaker. He needs to be making those kind of plays. But if we can get another receiver to step up, and I think T.Y. might have got hurt, didn't he? He did, yeah. So, yeah, we're thin on receivers. We finally got Michael Pittman back. So if he can step up, then mm-hmm. that should help us quite a bit. But I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. And uh, Jordan Wilkins coming out and uh, playing the way he did compared to Jonathan Taylor. Did Jonathan Taylor get hurt? No, he, well, I don't think he did. He played a decent amount of snaps. Yeah, he just didn't look good. No. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I am worried about, though, is if we do make the playoffs, our defense is so young. I don't know how they'll hold up, you know. Yeah. Hey, uh, worst comes to worst, you guys get a uh, really good building year. Uh, confidence goes up 
going to the playoffs. You get rid of uh, Philip Rivers and bring in someone. We still have the second most salary cap next year. There you go. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe get Newton. Maybe. That'd be exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then the Lions drop to three and four. Stafford goes for 336 yards, three touchdowns, an interception. Uh, Agnew led the team in rushing yards with 11. Yeah. Pretty sure, like, <laughs> DeAndre Swift had, like, uh, six rushing. Yeah. It's a good uh, Lions rushing attack there. Yeah, that's uh, classic Lions. Poor Stafford. His arm no got, help. Arms got to be killing him. He's looking uh, good, though. I mean, I know they lost, but he still looked good. Yeah. Brent Hall goes for four catches, 113 yards. Uh, Marvin Jones gets two touchdowns. Kenny Galladay was hurt. Uh, hip, I believe. Yeah. He's going to be out uh, at least this week. Could be multiple weeks. Did you see the Giants trade rumors for Galladay for the deadline? There's no way the Lions get rid of Galladay. They said they were talking about it. I guess nothing it obviously didn't work out, but I don't know why the Giants wanted them because they, they should be rebuilding. Yeah. And they already have Slayton and they're paying Gold Tate. Might as well just wait and get a yeah. draft pick. Then they got Sterling Shepard. It's not like there's a shortage of receivers. Yeah. And basically a uh, receiver, Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's weird. Uh, you guys have anything to add to this game? Congrats on the win, Rio. Thank you. <laughs> it was needed. Um, next up, we got the Packers. Uh, can't come back against the Vikings, 28-22. Uh, Packers dropped to 5-2. and Rodgers goes for 291 yards, three touchdowns. Jamal Williams has six catches, 102 total yards. Adams gets seven catches, 53 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, the offense was uh, there. They just couldn't stop Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Dalvin Cook had a huge game. Yeah, I'll read that real quick. Uh, Vikings improved to 2-5. and five. Cousins goes for 160 yards, touchdown. Cook had two catches, 226 total yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, like I said, Packers couldn't stop them. That could be a problem moving forward for the Packers. Yeah. If it's got exposed like that. Yeah, why weren't they one of the teams that uh, trade for Avery Williamson or Quan Alexander? I was, I just heard Will Fuller rumors to the Packers. Yeah, I heard like the front office was divided, and uh, yeah, they didn't pull the trigger. What I heard the Texans were uh, or like asking for, I don't blame them. But would they want probably second round pick or? Yeah, they wanted a high pick. Yeah, I think they were willing to do a package deal like uh, Will Fuller and like Kenny Stills or. Well, I saw Will Fuller and J.J. Watt for... Oh, if I'm the Packers, I'm doing that then. (laughs) I read a couple articles that said that. I don't know how accurate that is. But Packers uh, will get a chance to improve uh, Thursday night when they play the 49ers. So Another big rushing uh, team, though. Yeah, but luckily they're playing some no-name guys running the ball. 49ers. Who's that one guy? He's actually doing pretty well. Hasty? Yeah. Yeah. Rookie out of, um, I can't even think of it right now. Bot? No. So, there's another rookie. We'll get to him later, the Seahawks, but another rookie I've never heard of, too. Yeah. Just made me think of that. Uh, Joe, Vikings improved to two wins. Um, they're 2-5 and five now. What's kind of like their look, especially after being beating a uh, NFC frontrunner Packers? Well, I think, you know, they uh, they found the recipe for win, and it's beat Delvin Cook. And, I mean, 
really. I'm not seeing Kirk Cousins taking the reins on this season and uh, earning that paycheck that he has. I, you know, I think, it, like I said, at the start of the year, it starts with Delvin Cook. And if he's rolling, I think that's how the Vikings are going to keep rolling if they want to keep rolling. Yeah. Me and you if were... they want to build off that win. You were pretty high on the Vikings, too, going into the year, weren't you? I think I was. I don't remember. I was really high on them, but I, I thought you might have been, too. But Yeah, Rio, you were high on their defense. I know. Well, Daniil Hunter out for the year didn't help. Yeah. And uh, trading away Yannick. Yep, and that other linebacker that's out for the year. Anthony Barr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Harrison Smith got hurt. Not a lot has gone right for the Vikings. The corners year. looking like shit. Rookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Gladney. Yeah, he yeah, hasn't looked great. I thought that was... I mean, I was high on it at first, but initially I thought it was kind of a reach. Because uh, prob- TCU didn't really have that prominent of a defense yeah. in the Big 12. And they had, like, a couple guys yeah. on their defense get... Uh, Blackman? Black, yeah, for mm-hmm. uh, Texans. Texans. But, yeah, it's, it's it was weird. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll get back to uh, the rest of the week. A recap. Stay tuned. And we are back. And we're back! Thank you, Joe. We are back to week eight, week eight recapping. Uh, next up, we got the Chiefs handed to the Jets, 35-9. to nine. Um, Not really surprising on this one. Uh, Jets improved, or sorry, uh, Chiefs improved to 7-1. and one. Mahomes goes for 416 yards and five touchdowns. That's a surprising stat line because he finally kind of broke out this year. He's kind of had, yeah. I mean, he had good games, been efficient, but nothing mm-hmm. crazy like we're used to seeing from him. Yeah. And especially on a game where he didn't have to do it. I know. Uh, Alaire goes for 21 rushing yards, led the team. They didn't really get that run game going at all. I'm guessing uh, Jets were like, we'll give it through you the air. We're not letting uh, Le'Veon Bell get a big game. Yeah. That, I think Chiefs just came out and shoved it down the throat. Yeah. Throwing the ball. Uh, got it over quick. Probably. Uh, Kelsey goes for eight catches, 109 yards, uh, and the touchdown. Tyree Kill had two touchdowns. And then the Jets, they dropped to 0-8. Worst team ever? Question mark? It is quite possible. Luckily, uh, Sam Donald does enough to, like, at least produce something. I think if Sam Donald wasn't there and they just had, like, some no-name, maybe even, like, Duck Hodges. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they'd score a point. I know. So I kind of feel bad for bashing Sam Donald so much in the past because... <laughs> He doesn't have much to work with. No, he does not. Coaching and personnel. Yeah. Uh, Darnold goes for 133 passing yards. Gore had 30 rushing yards. Denzel Mims played his uh, second game. He had two catches for 42 yards. Not a lot of offense. No. No. Not a lot to talk about here. Uh, Joe, you got anything? No, Jets suck. What? Did you have Le'Veon Bell stats? Did he play um, at all? Or? Yeah, he did. He had, like... Um, he was more efficient in the passing game. He was uh, less than 20 yards rushing. So uh, I'm assuming that's how it will probably be for a while. Probably. But I do think once playoff comes around, he's going to just start running the piss out of the ball. That'll be, be fun. It's going to be scary to see. Yeah. Especially if you're an AFC uh, fan. You don't want to meet the Jets. Or the Chiefs. No. You do want to meet the Jets. <laughs> yes. Uh, next up, we got Tua and the Dolphins get win over Rams, 28-17. Uh, 
Dolphins improved to four and three. Oh, That's man. really surprised me when I saw that. Yeah, they're they're playing hard, and they they were in some close games with the Seahawks, the Bills, uh, the Patriots. Another stat I saw: Xavier Howard and Byron Jones are like locking it down this year. Yeah, they're playing. Like people they go against are getting like barely any catches. Yeah, they're playing some good football. Xavier or yeah, Xavier Howard, uh, I think, is tied for the lead league in uh, interceptions. He's good. He's underrated. Yeah. But uh, Tua didn't have to do much. He goes for 93 passing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Gaskin gets 47 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Miami's defense got a scoop and score. Oh, (laughs) for the pod. (laughs) For the pod. And a punt return for a touchdown. So uh, defense special teams did a lot of the work. Uh, and then Jared Goff and the Rams uh, dropped down to 5-3, and three, still in good position in that NFC West. Goff goes for 355 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. Henderson has 47 rushing yards. Cup goes for 11 catches, 110 yards. And Woods has two touchdowns, uh, I believe one rushing, one receiving. Um, Joe, what do you think about the Rams this year? They've had some impressive wins, uh, losses to maybe – not as good teams as they are. Um, I, I can't tell what the Dolphins, but uh, what, what's your thoughts on the Rams? Well, uh, for, at least for this game, I, the Dolphins is a tough case. They're a tough team. But the Rams overall, I, I, I think they're just settling into a second tier, kind of second or third tier in the NFC. If they were in the AFC, you know, I think they'd be maybe ranked a lot higher in the conference. But uh, they're a good team, but they're just a little bit away from whatever it needs to click or to work, you know, mm-hmm. because I mean, five and three isn't, isn't too bad, but I'm just not convinced. It's not a convincing five and three. Yeah. So you're saying they're a playoff team. They, they just aren't a contender. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of, I think they need to figure out, obviously they're doing stuff to address their cap situation, like getting rid of Gurley and mm-hmm. some of those players. But once they can figure out where they can, pay like those role players you know yeah then I think they'll be a lot better maybe in a few years yeah I mean they got rid of some of their big contracts now they're kind of just settling into things mm-hmm. hey being a playoff team after uh, shipping away those guys yeah because I mean if you can build around Ramsey and Donald get some other good players in there then that's mm-hmm. going to be a you know a top tier team but right now like Joe said they're only they're probably like a tier two mm-hmm. uh, let's go back to the Dolphins here real quick uh, Tua gets his first start, first win. Not bad. But um, of what you saw this game, and obviously uh, there's a lot more season to come, uh, do you think Dolphins um, pulled the gun a little bit too soon? I don't know. I feel like they didn't give him much opportunity to make plays. Mm-hmm. It was kind of simplified, it seemed like. Yeah, like uh, crossing routes. Um, Which is understandable, but I think they should have just let him. Let them go, you know, just yeah. to get comfortable. If you're going to commit, commit. Yeah, like Herbert with the Chargers. They yeah. they let him just roam and do his thing. Yeah. I mean, because if you're going to make that change at 3-3, three and three, um, you, he's either going to be good and you let him loose, or you're not. he's not going to be good and um, it's just kind of a learning experience for him. I don't think there's an in-between that you can go. That's smart, I guess. Yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I think it might have been too soon I know I didn't think it was at first but let's say he does start doing bad and they're still like kind of playoff contention and they have to go back with Fitzpatrick that's going to hurt to us 
overall morale. Yeah. And how he's, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's uh, not his fault. You've got to be for sure that two is your guy and that you want to ride him out the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Whereas Fitzmagic was playing and uh, winning some ball games, I'm not sure that's the right way or the right time to do it. Yeah. Once Fitzmagic's either um, is playing, like sometimes we see Ryan Fitzpatrick play, or uh, Dolphins start losing games, that's the time to throw in Tua. Yeah. Uh, Joe, do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I, I mean, I think they just kind of set themselves up for failure putting two in this early. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see if they if they do make the playoffs, I don't think Tua's going to be the guy to make a playoff run for them. Um, if they start to slow down and, like you guys said, Tua, you know, isn't doing well, and they got to put Fitzpatrick back in, then that's tough on Fitzpatrick to come back in and try and you know take the reins over, you know, back over after giving him up towards you know late in the season. And that's you know another situation where they're not going to do that well. So I, I would have just liked to see him ride it out with Fitzpatrick for a little longer at least. Yeah. Um, Especially when they're still winning. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, next game up, we got Steelers stay undefeated versus Ravens, 28-24. This was a good game. Um, defenses came out, uh, made it hard on both offenses. Um Obviously, Steelers improved to 7-0. Ben goes for 182 yards, gets two touchdowns. Connor goes for 47 rushing yards and a touchdown. Juju, seven catches, 67 yards. And Ebron and Claypool both got a touchdown. Um, and I believe they got a pick six. Can't remember right now. Yeah. It's kind of slipping. I think that's, like, what got them out to, like, a 7-0 lead. Um but yeah, Steelers uh, improve. They go against like AFC powerhouse. I I think this was um, everyone realizing that Steelers are the real deal. Yeah. Am, am I wrong in that? No, you're not at all. Um, Joe, the Steelers uh, defense is good. I don't even think they've unleashed Big Ben yet. Uh, no, I don't think they have. Uh, you know, it just shows defense really does win championships here. They're seven and zero, and it's because of the defense. Number one. Uh, Ravens' offense is pretty – I mean, it's really good, but going against that Steelers' defense is going to be tough for anybody. Yeah, and they build a uh, great defense to uh, contain Lamar Jackson. Um, oh, yeah. Make him beat him through the air, and I think that's what's going to be that kind of a deciding factor in the AFC North for a couple of years to come. Uh, and then uh, Ravens uh, dropped to 5-2. and two. Lamar Jackson goes for 208 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. He also uh, had six rushing yards, had a fumble. And then Willie Sneed had five catches for 106 yards. Uh, Joe, are you worried about the Ravens? Uh, no, I'm not worried. I, it, it, going against the Steelers, losing a close game to the Steelers, I, uh, that doesn't worry me there. Um, you know, the Ravens will bounce back. And I, th- I see this as, you know, probably one of the biggest uh, matchups there come postseason time. Yeah. I mean, um, you are right. Ravens are a good team. Um, but their offense has not looked the same. You can get a, yeah. uh, a top ten play from Lamar Jackson every week, uh, maybe two. But it doesn't feel like they're the same. Uh, Mark Andrews isn't having... Uh, the impact he did last year. He's a big red zone threat, but he's not getting yards or targets. Um, I'm pretty sure Marquise Brown... You see his tweet? He complained. I didn't see the tweet. Oh, he tweeted... I 
can't, I don't know what the tweet said. This is like, it's practically wrong, but I'm pretty sure he said something about if you have a Ferrari, oh, something about a Ferrari to sit in the garage and not using it. Yeah, I did see Talk that. Himself. Yeah, because he had a uh, season low, two targets, one catch for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Why are you complaining? And I think J.K. Dobbins has played extremely well. I don't know why they're not giving him more touches. Yeah. I mean, why are you giving him all to Gus Edwards? Yeah, Gus Edwards he's is solid, a- but he's not... Not a big play threat. Well, yeah, and he's not the playmaker that uh, J.K. Dobbins is. If your or if your offense is um, kind of, um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Not a, or lethargic, um, as it is. Uh, why not get a guy like J.K. Dobbins out there instead of a, like a north and south runner like uh, Gus Edwards, which works. Um, yeah, I think they might do that, though, because Lamar's running ability. They're kind of running almost like a old triple option team mm-hmm. where Edwards is a fullback. You either give it to him up the middle or Lamar pulls it. And has the option with yeah. uh, J.K. Dobbins. But still, I mean, Dobbins is doing so well. I don't... Yeah, he had a big game this, this week. Um, I think he had like 113 rushing yards. Something. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the Ravens. I don't think that they're – I mean, their defense is crazy good. Mm-hmm. I just don't think – for the playoffs, the defense is. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they have the offense that they did a, a year you ago. you think teams are figuring them out? I don't even know if it's that. Maybe if uh, Lamar gets another weapon on the outside. Des Bryant. Des Bryant could be it. Um what I really want to see is a good uh, slot receiver with Lamar Jackson um, to kind of take pressure off Mark Andrews as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's more in uh, Lamar Jackson's uh, playing style. Yeah. And then just go over top with Marquise Brown. That would be a perfect offense. Yeah, I think so too. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, next up we got the Broncos come from 21 down to beat the Chargers, 31-30. Four Chargers. It is rough being them. Oh, I saw a stat. It's like all the leads they've blown. Yeah, it's, that's every year for them. It really is. They can't. For some reason, they just don't finish game. I think they finished um, games one season out of the, like the last seven, and that's when they were twelve and four. And uh, other than that, that's why they've been a subpar team, and they've been top draft picks. One of these years, I think it will finally all click, but. Not this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think Justin Herbert's is going to take this uh, team to new heights. Um, I mean, the Chargers drop down 2-5. and five. Herbert goes for 278 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Justin Jackson had 89 rushing yards. Mike Williams had five catches, 99 yards, and a touchdown. Joe, do you have anything to say about the Chargers? That uh, If Chargers fans are listening, Dalton Grove um, might, might bring them some hope. Uh, well, you're better than the Jets. True. That's all I got. Hey, they got playmakers on defense, and Herbert is. Um, so they don't trade them all away for six-round picks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Broncos drop down to three and four. Lock goes for 248 yards, three touchdowns, a pick. Lindsey has 83 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Deshaun Hamilton has four catches, 82 yards and a touchdown. Broncos improved to three and four. Uh, I feel like they're doing a lot better than uh, probably projected with all the injuries that happened early in the year. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Lock, that game-winning touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Who was that to? KJ uh, Hamler. KJ Hamler. All right. Another rookie stepping yeah. up for him. 
that's a nice young team. I feel like uh, they have a future in. Oh, I do too. I think they're gonna be really good. I think Long's gonna be solid. Dude, with three young teams like the Chargers, uh, Broncos, and Raiders in that AFC West, and then you got Mahomes too. It's like yeah, that's gonna be a dominant division. I think so too. Hmm. Anyway, uh, next game up, we got Saints beat the Bears in overtime, twenty six twenty three. Saints improved to 5-2. and two. Breeze goes for 280 yards, two touchdowns. Kamara had nine catches, 163 total yards. Uh, Jared Cook goes for a touchdown. Saints get a win, but it wasn't pretty. I'm, I'm still not very high on them. No, their offense looks bad without uh, Michael Thomas besides uh, Kamara. Kamara's like the... And you got Taysom Hill. I think Taysom Hill had five carries, like three catches. Mm-hmm. He caught a uh, touchdown. I don't know. It doesn't look... I don't know. Is this a year that uh, Drew Brees can make it far into the playoffs, or do you think? No, I, unless Michael Thomas comes back. Guns will. Yeah. But when is he going to come back? I mean. That's what his been, fantasy owners are thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, he's been, like, questionable the last three or four weeks. No. Still hasn't played. Well, I guess he was suspended that one game. Yeah. But. I don't know. Uh, Bears dropped to five and three. Bowles goes for two hundred seventy-two yards, two touchdowns, a pick. Montgomery goes for eighty-nine rushing yards. Robinson goes for six catches, eighty-seven yards, and a touchdown. Yes. Montgomery eighty-four yards after contact. Out of his really? eighty-nine. Wow. That's how bad the Bears' offensive line is. Hey, good for him. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. They do have an ass offensive line. Um. I mean, if you're listening to this, go ahead and uh, tweet, tweet Zach Brokaw um, and let him know how bad the Bears' O-line is. I'm sure he'd agree with you, but um, let's, let's just let him know. <laughs> um, uh, Joe, uh, with the Bears dropping to 5-3 and three after uh, having a hot start, do you kind of – and this is your opinion um, – do you feel like it's the same way with the Browns, that they're on the downhill slide – that uh, they're supposed to be having? Yeah, yeah, just not quite to the extent the Browns are because, I mean, the Browns have been, you know, three or four win seasons for the last however many years. Bears had a little bit of hope there. Um, I, you mean, they had all those games where they just kind of squeaked out some wins. And, and, you know, they bumped that total up pretty quick. And I think it's finally catching up to them. They're not going to be able to, you know, win by one or two or three points every week especially in that, you know, tough NFC. So, uh, you know, I th- yeah, I think it's on, on par, not quite the same, but on par with what's going on with the Browns where they're going to start to slide down back to where they ought to be. Okay. You think Bears need to make a coaching change? That's what Bears fans are calling for. I mean, why, so, yeah. why not drag it on? Or why drag it on when... Twink wants Nagy out of there. He wants the job. I don't know. I'm guessing this is the uh, rookie that you're talking about. Seattle uh, beats 49ers 37-27. Uh, Seattle improves to 6-1. and one. Wilson, 261 yards, four touchdowns. He improves on his uh, lead-leading uh, passing touchdown. And uh, DJ Dallas. Yeah, I've never even heard of him. Yeah, he goes for 41 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Came out of nowhere. I think he caught some balls too, didn't he? Probably. I only looked at rushing yards on this one. I was like, I don't know who I that is. I think he is. had two rushing touchdowns. He might have had a receiving touchdown, too. Oh. Or something. 
Uh, and then Metcalf, 12 uh, receiving yards, or sorry, 12 uh, catches, 161 receiving yards, two touchdowns. LeBron. See LeBron, called him Little Bron or Bron Makes Jr. sense. Size, speed, you can do it all. See the future of the receivers in the NFL? I think so. I do too. He's like a young Calvin Johnson. Yeah, he, he just looks insane. I don't know if I can... I mean, yeah, Calvin Johnson would be the one that you could compare to the most, but mm-hmm. he is just unreal. Um, 49ers dropped to 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Nick Mullins goes for 238 yards, two touchdowns. Obviously, Jimmy got hurt with a high ankle sprain. Um, Hasty goes for a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk had eight catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. Uh, can we call the 49ers season a wash uh, right now, uh, Joe? Yeah, I think so. All the injuries are mounting up. And, you know, they're losing everybody. Yeah, their their season is you know, it's over. Not like you know they had anything crazy plans in that division. I don't think. But uh, yeah, I'm not seeing a whole lot more out of the 49ers to show us this year. Well, I feel you. Uh, then we go to Sunday Night Football. Eagles beat the Cowboys 23-9. Toilet bowl. Toilet bowl. Uh, hey, which one of us is going to get the NFC East? Well, it's not going to be the Cowboys, I don't think. No. Uh, Eagles improved to 3 4 and 1. Wentz goes for 123 passing yards, touchdown, two picks. Boston Scott gets two catches, 79 total yards. Uh, Jalen Rager got a touchdown. That was cool to see. Fulgham had uh, six catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. He keeps up his. Um, Weird story, yeah, of uh, kind of just dominating. He's doing well. And uh, Cowboys dropped to two and six. Uh, we figured out the Cowboys uh, quarterback's name, Ben DiNucci. Gucci DiNucci. Gucci. All right. So they're calling him. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't make that up. I wish I did. Uh, he goes for 180 <laughs> yards. Uh, Zeke goes for 73 total yards, and Mike Gallup has seven catches, 61 total yards. Um, I don't even know what to say about the Cowboys anymore. No. So you know how the Jaguars benched Gardner Minshew? Mm-hmm. Cowboys should have traded for him. Wait, what do you mean they benched? They, Minshew's going to be inactive. And they're starting. Uh, he he uh, did something to his hand. Like oh, I thought, what I saw is they're, they, they were thinking about benching him, too. Let him sit, I think, too. Yeah. Oh. Like, they're just going to pull him. I think the Cowboys should trade it for him. Even if he wasn't good in Dallas, it would have been, like, the perfect fit. Yeah, he's getting he, all the attention. Yeah, he's a Dallas kind of guy. Yeah, it would have been perfect. That is cool. Um, yeah, does anyone have to, anything to say about the Cowboys? It's disorganized. They're not a good team. Defense is terrible. Um, I think Jerry needs to give up his GM duties. <laughs> I thought his son was GM. Well, they both kind of are. I think they both need to give it up. Yeah, probably. I, I think we're calling for the Jones to get out. Well, he could be the owner and do his thing, but he needs to stay well, out you, of you know He me. has drafted really well, though. Yeah. It's I'm, just coaching, it's not good. Jason Garrett kind of ruined uh, the prime of some players, and now they have Mike McCarthy, and doesn't look a whole lot better. No, they need to – if you're asking me, they should have just hired Kellen Moore as the head coach. Why not? The, coordinator, and then they could have hired someone to run the defense. And He's the one calling plays. Yeah. I guess uh, if you're going to hire someone, you might as well have been a uh, defensive-minded coach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they're going to keep more. Yeah. 
I don't know. It doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, Joe, you got any insight on either the Eagles or the Cowboys? Uh, no. Toilet bowl? Yeah. All right. Let's get to a Monday night game. Buccaneers escape Giants 25-23. Um, Jones passed a touchdown to uh, go down by two in the final seconds to Golden Tate, and then he missed on Deion Lewis for the two-point conversion. Controversy uh, pass interference call. My my opinion on it um, shouldn't have been controversy no. because if D or if uh, Daniel Jones just would have hit him right out out of the break, uh, throws it towards the goal line or the uh, um, pylon pylon. There's nothing to say. That's a tie ball game. Yeah, I also thought Winfield made a hell of a play on that. Mm-hmm. Too. I don't. I mean, it was a little aggressive, but I don't think it was enough to warrant a penalty. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, Buccaneers improved to six and two. Brady goes for two hundred seventy-nine yards, two touchdowns. Fournette had three catches, seventy-one total yards. Uh, Mike Evans had five catches, fifty-five yards, and a touchdown. And Gronkos also got a touchdown. He's getting back into. He's getting back, and just wait till next week. Now, yeah. what's next week? AB. Ooh. Yeah, I can't remember. I think I was on a podcast last episode with Twink and Jack, and someone looked up when AB was there, or was going to play, and they said, like, eight weeks? No, he he sat, or he was suspended eight weeks, mm, but and he already he, served him. And now it's just, okay. Yeah. That's got to be the miscommunication mm-hmm. of that. Um, yeah, Buccaneers look good. Um, Joe, is this... Is this the best NFC uh, team playing right now? Yeah, I would probably... Well, no, I'd give it to the Seahawks still. Uh, Buccaneers are definitely hot, though. Definitely trending up. and it, I mean, if they keep on the trend that they're going, to overtake the Seahawks. But, uh, you know, not to knock them at all. They're looking great. Yeah, and defense is looking good, too. Uh, Sue and Levante David. Um, oh, yeah. Both Nebraska boys playing good. Uh, Antoine Winfield um, playing like defensive rookie of the year. Um, And then obviously different guys like JPP. Uh, Mm -hmm. Devin White's playing really good football right now. Carlton Davis. I can't remember Whitehead. Yeah, Shaq Lawson. Uh, Shaq Lawson. Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good defensive team. Um, Underrated. Oh. Uh, Giants drop down to one and seven. Jones goes for two hundred fifty-six yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Glimpses of playing good, but yeah, I mean they still win the division. That <laughs> <laughs> they could. Uh, Gallman goes for a touchdown. Deion Lewis had a receiving touchdown, and Sterling Shepard uh, had eight catches for seventy-four yards. Um, I don't think Sterling Shepard should be playing. Why? He had like a million concussions the last three years. Why, why play on a dead year? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he already thought about retiring from it. Maybe this is a uh, contract year, and he's like, I, I gotta know, get paid. Like, Fuck. Yeah, I can get my money. Yeah. I don't know. Slayton, I think, had a decent game, too. I think he had 62 yards, 56 yards, something like that. Nice. But, yeah, Giants, uh, another bad New York team. We don't have to talk a lot about them, do we? No. At least Jets are worse than them. Yeah. They're not the they're embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. They can both like, hey, at least we're better than the Knicks and the Jets. Yeah. Everyone will be like, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll do it for our Week 8 recap. You guys have anything to add? 
No. No. Well, what are we, halfway done now? Yep. Almost halfway? Halfway done. We only got a couple more of these recap episodes left, so keep on enjoying them, people. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll get to uh, the halfway season awards. Stay tuned. And we're back. And we're back! Thank you, Joe. I don't uh, remember if I couldn't remember if I do it on the second one or not. Oh, that's all right. The more we get, the better it is. Uh, we are to um, the next portion of the episode, halfway season awards. Uh, some teams are halfway through the season. Others have seven games. Either way, we're going to talk about it. Um, first off, we got MVP. Um, I'll go ahead and say mine. It's Russell Wilson. He uh, is on a historic pace, going for uh, two or 26 touchdowns. Uh, he has six picks and 260 rushing yards. Um, no one's playing better right now, I don't think. No, I agree. Um, the weapons he has, I think he'll be able to uh, sustain it. Uh, defense is going to uh, give up points, which means he's going to keep passing. So, Once again, Adam's back. Or did he come back last week? Um, I don't know, actually. Um, I, don't I know, know Bobby Wagner looked unreal. Yeah, that dude's insane. Yeah. I still think he's an underrated player, but... Well, I can't believe he doesn't have a Defensive Player of the Year award yet. Uh, he won't get it this year just because the defense wasn't that good, but he has the stats for it. Here he has 75 tackles. Yeah, he, I mean, if um, a couple of years where J.J. Watt uh, doesn't go off or Luke Keekley um, isn't playing, yeah, um, yeah he, he's definitely, like, top five every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's kind of your guys' is Joe? Uh, I got Russell Wilson as well. You do. <laughs> you guys have anything else to add to him? Well, he. Um, I saw a stat that he is one touchdown behind uh, the pace that Tom Brady was on in 2007 when he went on that whatever it was 50 touchdown season, won the MVP. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's his time too. I think. Yeah. He- yeah. It's crazy that he hasn't gotten one, obviously, uh, the play style they run. But, um, yeah, it's his time. I'd say second for me, though, is uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, He's kind of carrying that team. Um, About 2,000 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, only two picks. And then I also think Tom Brady is I was going to say that, too, yeah. Tom Brady is playing some good football right now. Uh, He's got his team at 6-2. and It's hard not to put him... um, I don't know. Would you put him above Josh Allen for third? Uh, beginning of the season, no. But right now, yeah, I think I would. No. Uh, Allen goes on, I don't know. Joe, what is your like second and third place for MVP? Um, second, I'd probably go with Rodgers as well. Third, I, I'd, uh, I'd probably give the nod to Allen for right now. Mm-hmm. Just because, as far as MVP, Brady's got way more weapons than Allen does. Allen is making a he was making things work with Stephon Diggs as his number one receiver. Meanwhile, Tom's got, you know, five top-tier weapons on his team. That's the only difference that I see, really. The only difference for me. All right, that's a good point. I'd also have to throw Kyle Mur- Kyler Murray in that, too. I wouldn't. MVP. <laughs> I know you wouldn't, Joe. Yeah, he's, he's playing uh, – he had a little bit of slump. That's probably yeah. why I take him out of there. But so did Tom Brady at the beginning, so mm. why not Kyler Murray? Uh, let's go to Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I have Miles Garrett. He has a uh, he's tied for the lead league in sacks with nine. He has four forced fumbles, two recoveries, 
25 total tackles. Uh, I mean, he's making a real impact for the Browns. Um, I believe he did get hurt this past Sunday, so who knows if that'll stick. But, um, yeah, that's my uh, leader of it right now, halfway through the season. Joe, what is your leader? I'm going with T.J. Watt. All right. I think he's just the best player on the best defense in the league. Works for me. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't have the most stats, just the impact that he has, and he's getting guys open like Hayward, uh, Dupree. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. Dupree's gonna get paid next year. He is. Yeah, he's on the franchise tag, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, what's your? Uh, nothing crazy here. Aaron Donald. Mm, yeah. Another solid year. Would that be three in a row if he wanted again. Or is he at three? Well, no, uh, not three in a row because Stephon Gilmore got. Oh this. yeah, last year yeah. he won two in a row before that, didn't he? Yep. But, yeah, uh, Aaron Donald was my uh, second pick. I can read you the stats here. Uh, he's tied with Miles Garrett. It's a two-way tie with nine sacks. Uh, he has 11 tackles for losses, three forced fumbles, a recovery. So It's just crazy considering the fact he's a base, he's a D-tackle. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's six foot, six one. It's just insane. I don't get it how yeah. good he is. He's so athletic. You know offensive line – is just game planning around him, and yet he can make those plays. It's just, it's unreal. He's a lock for the Hall of Fame already. Oh, um, yeah. Probably on pace to be the best D-tackle that I ever played. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, next up, we got Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Joe, what is your pick? Offensive Rookie of the Year? You know I got Joe Burrow. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, he's doing a lot with, you know, not a lot. He needs some O-line help, and I think if he gets some O-line help, that'll be the difference to kind of get those gears to turn into, uh, you know, kind of start turning those, you know, good passing games into wins. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Rehal. So I got Justin Herbert. Ditto. The numbers he's putting up right now, like, in, he just got thrusted into the starting lineup an hour before the game. Like, no one told him, hey, you're starting this game. He just got thrown in there and made plays. Making plays since. I mean, he's made mistakes, obviously, through two picks last week, but he's making the plays the Chargers need him to make to win games. I mean, he's putting him in a position to win. Mm-hmm. He just can't finish it out, but he's only a rookie. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, my my one is Justin Herbert. Um, I believe uh stat came out he's the first quarterback to throw for 15 touchdowns in his first six starts. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, he's got that going for him. He's got uh, the rushing with 140 rushing yards. He's got two touchdowns on that. Uh, I mean, I honestly think – and second would be Joe Burrow for yep, me. He's close second. Um, but I think it's going to come down to whoever gets the most wins. Because, I mean, they're both uh, willing their teams to be in games. They, both of these teams are staying in games because of the quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to see from these rookies. But um, I also want to throw a quick shout-out, one, to uh, Chase Claypool. Uh, he's not going to get it because he's not in the glorified position. But uh, he's playing really good football. And then James Robinson for the Jaguars, mm-hmm. who looks like the best running back out of the rookies. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I think maybe throw in Jefferson, too. Mm-hmm. He had a bad week last week, but a couple yeah. of those games, he had some big games. Yeah, I agree. Um, defense rookie of the year. I got Anton Winfield. Same. Uh, Same. Safety for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 44 total tackles. 31 solo. He's got two sacks. Forced fumble. An interception. Um, yeah, he's flying around the field. 
making plays. Um, and I don't even have a second place for it. I think I, yeah, he's I mean, running away with it. With uh, Maybe Patrick Queen, second for me. but Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, Chase Young was going to be second, but um, him not playing a lot of games, I didn't want to throw him in that conversation. Yeah. Um, Joe, do you have any thoughts about that? I, I mean, like you said, he's all over the field. He's making plays all over the field is what I like to see. I mean, like you said, he's got sacks, he's got forced fumbles, he's got interceptions. He's doing doing a lot for that team. Yeah, and on a very aggressive Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, he's a great fit for that team. So it's, it's cool to see. Um, comeback player of the year. Um, let's just say that Alex Smith should win it. Let's get that one out of the way. Um, my pick is Big Ben. Same. Um, <laughs> 1,600 yards, 15 touchdowns, four interceptions, and leading his team to 7-0. It's hard to take that away. Um, when we did the uh, quarter season awards, it was a toss-up between Big Ben and Cam Newton. But uh, Cam Newton, uh, he got a lot of rushing touchdowns early. and um, But now his passing is just horrific. He has uh, two passing touchdowns of seven picks. Yeah, I don't know what happened because he was throwing the ball really well. Yeah. Start. I don't know. I think it's Big Ben's race to lose. I um, think so, too. I was trying to think of other guys that had uh, injuries last year. You could J.J. Count, Watt, maybe. That's exactly what I was going to say, J.J. Watt. Um, there's probably a wide receiver I'm not thinking of. I had Odell in our first yeah. awards, but obviously not now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's – I don't know. It's probably Big Ben's, but if they gave it to Alex Smith, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be. And then uh, Coach of the Year. Uh, Joe, what's your pick? I got Sean McDermott, Buffalo Bills. Solid pick. All right, talk about Yeah. Well, I, I mean, he's doing really well with, I, you know, I wasn't crazy high on him by any means this season. I thought they were going to be a tough team, but I think he's kind of met or exceeded expectations in most of the you know, question marks they had for him, and he's, uh, you know, they seize the opportunity after New England uh, has fallen, and I think they're going to be the new number one uh, team in the division for a while. Yeah, them and Dolphins, they both yeah. look uh, pretty good. Yep. That's a good pick. Uh, Rehab. So I had Adam Gase, the New <laughs> football Jets. Good pick, good pick. <laughs> I mean, he's had a, you know... But in all reality, I had Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh yep. Steelers. Same. I mean, you can't that the start they've had and how good they've looked. You can't deny that. Yeah. yeah. And he is a uh, defensive-minded coach. Number one in sacks, five in yards allowed per game. Um, I don't know. He's playing well, and then obviously that offense led by um, Big Ben is. He deserves it. I don't know. If, has he ever won it? Tomlin? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Well, he deserves another one. He is a very underrated coach. No, he is. I agree. Did he – did they beat the Cardinals that one year? Yeah, in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Kurt Warner, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Is that the year that he won it? I think so. Okay. So I think when they beat the Seahawks, that was still Bill Cowher. Is yeah. that his name? Was that 2010? Yep. That Super Bowl? Yeah, because I think one Larry and Troy Paul Molly won Madden. Yeah. 10. Oh, so, yeah. It might be uh, 09 since it was yeah. NFL uh, 10. Um, I did have Mike Tomlin. I wanted to throw in second second place Pete, Cur- Pete Carroll. <laughs> um, 
Pete Curl. Uh, six and one record, third uh, in yards per game, passing and passing yards a game, um, third in forcing turnovers. So um, making plays on defense, uh, he completely changed his coaching style to open up this offense for Russell Wilson, and yet they're still pretty good on the ground too, mm-hmm. um, especially when Chris Carson's healthy. Yeah, he, he he is a very close second for me. Yeah, I agree. The, the way that he's adjusted. Um, you guys have anything to add to uh, these halfway season awards? I don't think so. I think uh, we covered. I don't think so. Who do you think's the biggest flop of the year so far? Team like, or player? Player. Mm. Supposed to have a good year. Maybe Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah. Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah. Carson Wentz, I think, yeah. That's a good one. Um. I don't know, Joe. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I I was gonna say the uh, Vikings as a team, but Kirk Cousins as a player works good for a flop too. You mean Zeke? Yeah. I think the biggest flop of this year is um, all the big name players that got lost to injury, though. Yeah, that's tough. That sucks. It sucks that we can't watch Chris McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. Um, and even like lower tier guys like uh, Austin Eckler, um, Aaron Jones there for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, Kenyon Drake now, Chris Carson. Yeah. Really sorry. Well, we got one more, uh, one more award to the uh, swaggiest oh. player of the year for the halfway point. I'm uh. gonna give it to Gardner Min or no, not Gardner Minshew, Fitz Magic. Give him that as he gets benched. I think he deserved it. That's that's very respectful, Joe. Came out, showed up, and played some tough games against some tough teams. Not, you know, really showing us that the Dolphins are actually a tough team to play instead of just a kind of a rollover easy win. And he put his body on the line. He did. He's old. He's old as balls. Yeah. I like that pick, Joe. Thank you for uh, bringing that to us. Well, you know, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, that should do it for the episode. Uh, you guys have anything to add? Nope. I don't think so. Joe? No, I don't think so. Go Skurs? Go Big Red. All right. This is Jacob, Joe, and Reha signing off. Thank you for listening. <laughs>